So, welcome to Best of Five Weekly Fighting Game Talk Show here on Twitch. Brought to you by myself, Michael Donka Schiller, Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek. If Elon clicks over, you'll see him. John Velociraptor <laughs> Guerrero. He writes for eventhubs.com. Dude, he's doing a salute. Would you click for crying out loud, Elon? There they are. Hey! Um, I'm blocking here. We were going to talk about fighting games this week, but instead, you have some thoughts on Toad from Mario Kart? I, uh, well, I've got a lot. <laughs> yeah, do you? Okay. Oh, I, I mostly picked Princess Peach. Uh, but you do. So, should we set up for the after hour show and go back to actually talking about fighting yeah, games? Yeah, we could. All right, today we're going to talk about SCR, the upsets, the excitement, the upsets. We're also going to talk about, uh, I know you really want to talk about, anytime you have a chance to talk about Smash, you jump on it. Duh. Armada, apparently. <laughs> It's done with singles. Craft singles, I think. It was a weird thing to make an announcement video about. But um, then <laughs> they announced a new character for Smash. Again, right up Mike's alley. That was a good announcement, though. They've really done a good job with that. And uh, we'll talk about some other stuff. And then we're going to do a mega block grab. Because there's a fuck ton of costumes that are coming out. Spoiler alert. We're going to block grab some costumes. <laughs> but first, as we always do, Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek. You can follow him at at Ace King Offsuit on Twitter says right there. That was a good point job right there, pal. You did it. Thank um, you. I try. Steve, uh, first of all, you are recovering from uh, oral surgery, if I'm not mistaken. How's that treating you? How are you doing? It, it allegedly, it's still sort of not perfect, but we're getting there. You're saying Wait, you're, what's you're, alleged? I know, like allegedly recovering. Supposedly, allegedly I'm, I'm I'm supposed to feel great. I don't feel great. But that's neither here nor there. Y'all don't care about that. Y'all care if I didn't about care, what... If I didn't care, I wouldn't have asked, but you're right. Someone's asking a pertinent question in the chat, yeah. which is, why you is Korean, your name Steve? in yellow? <laughs> it's actually just his Twitter handle. Can I just take a second to say I'm amazed that this joke is still going? <laughs> it was such a throwaway joke, like one day randomly. <laughs> oh, I'm Korean too. That's cool. <laughs> And with that, a demoralized Steve will tell us what happened over the weekend. Rev Major 2018. Uh, this was a big weekend for Tekken. Uh, only weekend of the year where you had multiple offline events. Also the first weekend of Season 2 hey, on the I'm Tekken World here. Tour. So chance for some people to show off some new characters. Low high Getting it done at Rev Major, uh, taking it over Ulsan, who really, really needed that deep run, really needed the points, and that's going to be a bit of a recurring theme this weekend. Uh, Lohai actually used four different characters throughout top eight alone, so it, it you know he's got that Shaheen on lock, but it's good to see a little more variety from him. Uh, you see John Ding and Kakoma also making top eight. One name you don't see is Knee. Uh, Ni, Chanel, and a few of the Japanese players, including Take, all had to skip out on Rev Major because of the massive, uh, massive typhoon that hit the Philippines over the weekend. So our thoughts uh, to all those affected and their families. Uh, obviously, things more important than fighting games, but did have an impact on the event. Uh 
But that wasn't the only event on the Tekken World Tour this weekend. We also had SoCal Regionals. And once again, it was an American taking it. Jimmy J. Tran taking it over a Korean player in Grand Finals. But maybe not the Korean player you thought it would be. It was Dimeback who got uh, all the way to Grand Finals. Not Saint, who finished tied for fifth. Not JDCR, who got knocked out before top eight. Big, big surprises there. Uh, but you see Dimeback and Joey Fury, both guys in need of points uh, to secure their spots. Both had good weekends. Shadow, that remember, I called him out last weekend, uh, or last week's show, ended up uh, making four. So good, good weekend for him. Um, serious question about non-serious, traditionally, <laughs> traditionally non-serious uh, matters. Uh, is is the twenty ounce like legitimately his sponsor, and it's just after his name for some reason? It, it's he's part of a clan, so it's like Shadow Junior's brother, uh, a couple other people in that twenty Z uh, clan. So th- they're a team, but they're not a sponsor. So okay. and they all and they all put it after their names instead of before, uh, like a lot of the uh, DJT or not the DJT, but who. Uh, was it the 88 crew in uh, Mortal Kombat? I forget. I can't remember either. But, Steve, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. <clears throat> Puzera and Jerry92602 have subbed. Yay! Thank you, guys. Oh, the Olsen twins. You get the Olsen twins. Yay. Because there's two of you who subbed. Yep. Oh, smart. It's math. Yeah, thank you. I, I meant to do that. Yep. Back to the recap. Uh, so after those hey, two events, here. Uh, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> yes, Steve, seriously, Steve really wanted the Olsen twin collab, so don't give it to him. Any no, other collab, I'll, I'll give him the appropriate one for Steve. See if you can guess why I'm using this one. <laughs> because I'm wearing red. Because you're wearing red, but also because you're both knighted. cool. Because you're both yes. cool, but also. Are you making a white guy joke? No. Wait. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say it. I'm waiting for you to say it. Thank oh. you. <laughs> All right. So now that that's out of the way, we can look at the global standings for the Tech and World Tour, and we see a whole bunch of new names in green. Uh, Ni and John hey, Ding had already clinched, but now Kudans, <laughs> Saint, JDCR, Kakoma. Lohai and Tishuman have all secured their spots in the Tekken World Tour Finals. Uh, Dimeback now back in to the top 19. Fergus now just outside. And you see, uh, excuse me, Shadow now getting close to striking distance. Speed Kicks also in striking distance as well. Uh, We're heading into uh, the next two weeks are going to be online events. So, North America, Central America, South America, and Australia this week. Uh, New Zealand, Europe, and Asia next weekend. So, hey guys, last... uh, where is Charles Lee just subbed? Sick. Thanks, man. Thanks, Charles Lee. Thank you very much. I don't know where you're at, but thank you. I'm slapping my leg. He's right here in our chat. Right on. Thanks, bro. All right. So, talked a little bit about SCR. It was also part of the Injustice Pro Series, and not just any event. It was the final offline event of the season. And it's a name up top that 
we haven't seen much this year in this game, but pretty familiar. Uh, Sonic Fox taking it over Hayate in the grand final to get his first IPS win of 2018. Uh, this was a huge tournament, not just because it was the last event, but because you had everyone in the top 16 in points heading into this weekend in the field. And it was, you know, it, basically four of those players were in each pool. So it was just killer after killer after killer to get out. Um, if we look at the final global standings, uh, we see 13 players have clinched their spot in the IPS finals, 12 through the leaderboard. And then Honeybee uh, won the Canadian elite circuit. So he gets one berth. Uh, his his spot extends down to happy pow on the leaderboard. So you see Tekken master, the next man out, he can still get in without winning, uh, because there are, uh, the next event is, uh, Liga Latina, which whoever wins that gets in. But after that is the intercontinental championship, uh, which is tournament, including Europe, middle East and Australia. If either of the players who are in the field, either of the European players, either Happy Pow or Irish Mantis. If they win that, their spot extends down and Tekken Master uh, qualifies. Tekken Master can also win it himself. Uh, and then, of course, the last chance qualifier going down at East Coast Throwdown at the end of October. Um, who did Sound of Fox use? Uh, who did win with? Like John? Random selects. Because um, I really thought. He's not in this game. Goku. He's also not in this game. Alien's also female. She's not in this game. Goku's also an alien. Um, the Black he Canary. Used, here, right here. Black, yeah, Canary. Black Canary. And uh, Black Manta as well during a, during the tournament. I thought he was actually like not going to place anymore. I thought his best and just places were behind him. However, caught people off guard. You think he, do you think he trained or just he had, he had a good day? I think he plays some... And I think he's played enough that he's fine forever. Like I, I quite literally think <laughs> that rest he has played enough Injustice life. Two and enough NRS in general that like his skill level and the fear people have while playing versus him, he'll be able to do just fine for a very long time, regardless of whether it's his main game. Like one of these like old martial arts guys. That I, I mean, don't he even, got I don't second stretch anymore. in Soul Caliber. I, I mean, that. he's just—he's a monster. I don't know. Like, there's nothing to doubt anymore. He's done everything. Like, like except win a CPT event. That—that's true. But you know what? If if you need that, then you're insane. I don't and know. I want. I, go ahead, John. He is a monster, based on—I uh, mean, everything we saw this week from him. Uh, but uh, you were you on were Twitter. <laughs> oh God, no! We are not talking about that. Why uh, not? What I was. Because I want to stay on Twitch. Uh, what I was going to say is I wonder how much of, you know, everyone puts him in, a lot of people put him in the conversation for best multi-game, best all-around player right now. Um, I saw a couple people on Twitter saying Kazunoko. I think, I don't know how big a knock not playing Street Fighter should be. In that case, because it's not like he's not playing any game with competition. Uh, he's, he won the the most entered game at Evo this year. Uh, he, he does well at a bunch of other games, but I don't know how much how much weight not being in the most popular game, at least in terms of viewers, 
Uh, well, those is. two would certainly be one and two, I think, either way. So, but I, I do see argument for both. All right. So, uh, speaking of Street Fighter, it was also a pretty big deal at SCR. It was a premiere event, mm-hmm. and we should take a look at those results. Um, oh, uh, DBFZ. I, f- I skipped over DBFZ. Bruh, bro, bruh. I know. I, I had back. this. I had this all figured out, and I talking about Sonic Fox's tweet just threw my entire game off. <laughs> just shimmied ourselves. Yes, I did. Uh, but it was a radar event on the uh, Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. Kazunoko, he doesn't need it because he's already qualified into the finals, but he's just greedy. Uh, taking it over Dogra in grand finals. Uh, Sonic Fox actually lost to uh, Kazunoko in winner's finals and uh, Dogra in loser's finals. Uh, so and it was really it, he was playing Nappa, a new character to his team. It was so close that I think yeah. like if he wanted to go back, I think he would have won. Wow. So the, don't 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 feel like third means he's fallen off because this was him playing Nappa, not him you, playing you, his main team. You're not just saying that because you called him to win it. What? You're not just saying that because you no. called him to win it. But I mean, they're all very good. The top three was incredible. Um, one other thing to point out in this event, uh, beyond the top 16, look at that name, lower right hand corner. (laughs) And that was a bit of a blow up this weekend. Uh, Chris G, uh, his bracket got changed at the last minute because SCR, uh, allowed emergency registration. And then in many cases, reseeded the tournament. Uh, so his pool, Chris G's pool was at two o'clock when he went to bed, when he woke up, it got changed to noon and he was late to it. So he got disqualified. Well, what, are we going to talk about this right now? Well, no, we did he have a flight that wasn't going to make it or something like that? I, I don't I, know. He lives in SoCal. Or I'm trying to remember, but either way, I do think that's pretty bad. It's terrible. Like, that's ridiculous. I, I can't, that's excuse. I don't see any excuse for SCR no, to have done that, really. And it's level up. Like, these guys have... It's Valle and it's Jimmy. Like, these guys know what's up when it comes to running a tournament. <laughs> they they write the book in, in certain respects, you know? And so, for this kind of thing to happen... When we first saw Chris G go on Twitter and complain about brackets, like, I mean, the guy has had bracket troubles before, especially entering multiple games and being a little bit of a whiner. Like, that happens with this guy. So you see that and you go, okay, so on one side you got Chris G, and on the other side you got Level Up and and SCR and these guys that you know know how to do their jobs. It's probably not them as much as being being highlighted by G. But, like, at the end of the day, like, after doing some more research and watching the whole thing play out, it really was just that um, they had emergency registration, last-minute changes. They did those changes and apparently didn't do enough in the way of highlighting that for the players to see. And a lot of people woke up to different brackets than they were ready for without any kind of indication. And it, it kind of is a blow-up for Level Up. I mean, and, and I'm sure this won't happen again because these guys are all on, you know, dotting I's and crossing T's. Everyone screws up sometimes. But this is a pretty major screw-up that, that led to one of the strongest American Dragon Ball Fighters players not even getting a go in the tournament. Yeah, and Steve said, I mean, there's only two waves of pools. Like, it doesn't even seem like it would have been that hard, practically, to have moved him to the same time slot. I I don't know. 
And and I I understand because there were some killers uh, that registered late. I know off off the top of my head in uh, in Tekken, JDCR and Saint uh, registered emergency, so they had to get thrown into the bracket. And you have that issue of well, do we just throw them into a already balanced bracket and just kill the entire just pack? Get rid of emergency registration. That's do what we, I think too. But I mean, that's like a lot of money at the door, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Is it really though? That, that, would, that would be interesting, right? Like, how much percentage increase? And like, if it's like twenty percent more entrance, that's worth it to your bottom line because it's obviously also that you have to pay more, right? There, there's an argument you could get more from having early reg because people just sign up and then forget. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I just don't think it adds enough. Well, the other thing too is imagine like those people that weren't planning to go but then get the opportunity to go at last minute, right? Right. So I. I was a big fan of the death bracket, to be completely honest. Mm. I think that has its own practical issues, though, huge ones, where it can sometimes be the easiest pool. And I think that encourages not registering. So I don't don't like that either, personally. See, my... my, The idea I've been bouncing around in my head is having a death bracket, but but the prize of winning the death bracket or getting top two is a spot in the regular bracket. That's what they did at Capcom Cup last year. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh! The last, yeah, last treated, like a last yeah. chance qualifier. Chris T won like a death bracket because he didn't sign up for it uh, with a bunch of strong. I think Mago was in there too and stuff. He had to win that to get into a pool to begin with, which uh, that's that's. I think that's really good. That's fair. Plus, that would be fine. Hey, yeah, I, I wouldn't care about that. To register, yeah, but but like the way things are, I do feel like we're getting organized and these events are getting big enough and people are getting responsible enough that we can just have early registration and that's it. No at-the-door crap because of the kind of problems it, it, it poses. It's like, let's kind of level up past that level up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, John. That, that was cute. Um, <laughs> and it's like th- there's two different audiences they have to serve. You know, There's the fans of and participants in you know, the pro scene, if you want to put quotes on it, the the players who have the best chance of getting sponsors of making it deep into runs where, yeah, you know, just limiting it to uh, early registration uh, is fine. And then you have, you know, the people who play, I don't want to call them say more casually, but the guys where the guys and girls where fighting games aren't necessarily their life. They have other things going on and they don't know if they can get the weekend off they don't know if uh that family issue will uh sort itself out so that they can go you know and i don't want to see them get screwed over i don't want to see them not have the opportunity to go out and have fun and hang with their friends and play uh but i don't know how do we how do we make both sides happy i'm not sure yeah i mean this is we've had to argue this like probably nine to ten different times um let's do it in the 11th it's a tough one I, I don't think they'll ever get rid of it or at least certain people won't i think there's certain people who have you ever late registered um be not, honest not, sit in a situation where it was like register on time versus some sort of weird late no i don't think i ever have but I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I ever have either. I'm never at the door. Because you're responsible adults and you can plan more than a week. There, there might be a Texas extra? event I've done it at. Like, there may have been, like, an absolute battle where I entered one game late. Oh, okay, I see. There's never been an event where I didn't, like, at all register Where you, like, early. decide to enter late 
Like, ah, yeah. right, I'll fucking play. Now, yet again, I understand there are circumstances where it comes up and, like, it's, like, reasonable for someone to want to have done that, but it may be worth saying, well, unfortunately, sorry. Or at least, I mean, I've been behind the scenes in a few of these situations where these tournaments do emergency seatings for the, you know, the late entrance. And it's tough, and it makes people stressed out, and they've got to fix it. But, I mean, if you're going to do that, which they seem to do here, you got to at least try to do it right. And moving a guy earlier and having him miss his pool, especially one that is such a big deal in the tournament as Chris G, ends up ruining the seating worse than not having seated the other player, right? Like, you just screwed out someone who did the right thing. So, yeah, it's a bad, it's a, it was a bad but, solution but, here. The more this stuff happens, I think the quicker we're gonna clean it up. And I mean, like this is, like I said, I don't think this is ever gonna happen in the level. Yeah, and it wasn't. Again. It wasn't on purpose, obviously. Right, right. And and I think like if we implement the idea that Steve proposed just now, like they did at Canada or Capcom Cup last year, uh, the the pre qualifier or whatever last chance, I think that if you had that for a while, people would just get used to it and then just probably not go that route. Sans for a, a few people that want to do like the, I entered the Royal Rumble number one and won the whole thing. Like you want to have the extra bracket or whatever, just so you can brag, but I'm sure that's not going to be a, a regular thing. Right. So if that were the standard people would, it would give people incentive to not do it. And I think ultimately late registration would just kind of phase out. And, and I think that's where we need to go. That's the direction we need to go. Also, I think uh, Zero Star X subscribed, right? So we should oh, probably yeah, thank you, Zero Star. Got them out. <laughs> Damn, are you not excited about it? No, I'm very excited. Zero Star X, one of our Shout out most to consistent his homie Jeff, subs. Birthday it is. Thank you, Zero Star. Shout outs to Jeff. Appreciate you. What's up, Jeff? It was my dad, Jeff's birthday the other day. So shout outs to my homie, Jeff. <laughs> that's, that's neat. Thanks. Congratulations, yeah. Jeff. So wait, did we finish talking about Dragon Ball... And we jumped over to Street Fighter. No, we, no, we can't jump yet. over. Uh, we so, can't. so okay, my bad. You are done, in fact. Yeah. Um, so Street Fighter Five main event of the weekend, and it was the family man doing it again. Sako over Xiao Hai in the grand final. Third place, Chris T, mm -hmm. uh, getting who just got picked up by Experience Points, aka um, I, I Blapsy Bitcoin. No, no, they're a different Bitcoin. What? Different, uh, How many currency. Bitcoins are there? There's one Bitcoin, but different cryptocurrencies. What kind of uh, cryptocurrency picked them up? Uh, XP, experience points. It wasn't um, Triforce's Boyard uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bucks. Why are you laughing a lot? I, 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 that is one more Triforce <laughs> reference than I uh, expected to see. At least we're not having them on the show. But you know what? Um, can we pull up that graphic again? Who who do you see up there in fifth place? Yeah, Kuma, that, yeah Abigail Kuma. made it again. It's happened like four times. There have been tournaments <laughs> with more camis than total Abigails who have made it. It took like five fucking months for an Abigail to make it. And now he's gotten good enough that he's done it a couple times. Congrats. He still hasn't won. He's still not going to win. If Abigail wins a premiere event this year, I will get someone every Chun-Li costume. There you go. They I'll get him all. Oh, what a transition we could have done. What a segue, except we're not Someone that part clip of the that, show. please. Please clip that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clip it now and uh, clip it good. And uh, <laughs> let's save that. Now, just uh, if you're new to the show, Michael Dunker Schiller earlier in the year said, and Abigail, and it was like right when Abigail started kicking ass. Abigail, doesn't matter. Never make a top eight at a premiere event. Wasn't it when he got nerfed? It was when he got nerfed, and then and then he, uh, and then he went a solid because he got nerfed in like April, 
And it took until Evo for a semi-premiere event for it to happen. And then after, semi-premiere? It was not really premiere. a premiere. It was an <laughs> Evo tier event. So it took until like late August of the season for it to actually happen. But it happened. A lot. Yeah. And now it's happened like three or four times. That's more than zero. It is more than zero. I admit I was wrong. I admit I was wrong. I admit Storm like, Kubo is a monster, and he's made it happen. And if as Abigail a result, wins Capcom Cup. Can we have Mike have to cosplay as Chun Li in an if, episode? If Abigail wins Capcom Cup, I will wear several Chun Li costumes. <laughs> Please for like, clip that. Please for, for clip like that. Five episodes in a row. Mike has to cosplay as a different Five, five. We'll go five. Five episodes in a row I have to cosplay <laughs> as a different Chun-Li costume. There you go. If Abigail, win, if Ab- I mean, honest, if Abigail wins Capcom Cup, I don't know. Abigail. If everyone in the Capcom Cup just played Abigail, it'd be fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, it would be worth it, too. That would be a sick tournament, though. <laughs> yeah. That um, would almost be as sick as, uh, as Flo's uh, CPU tournaments. I love yeah. Abigail, though. I, as many Abigails as we see is fine with me. <laughs> and that brings us to... We're setting up another giveaway. We're giving away another chun costume, courtesy of one Michael Dunkadillas. Actually, not Dunkadillas. <laughs> no, not Dunkadillas. <laughs> Schiller. At Dust Dunka. But Adam, yeah, Storm you. Kubo did great. Um, Chris T beat him in notably a pretty hard matchup for Ken, I think, and it was fun to watch. It was a really great top eight. And I think, you know, even though Minot won and Cammy got second or whatever, it was still... Why do you say it like that? Even though Minot well, won that and was, Cammy and got second? There was a second. few tweets that were like, what a great tournament. It sucks that Minot Cammy got one and two. I don't really think it sucks that bad. I think those matches were fantastic. I think all the rest of the matches were fantastic. We had Ken Mears. We had Sagat. We had Hype Karen Abigail Mears. matches. We had Karen Mears. We had Punk, like, you know, resurrecting in a way that I think people enjoyed watching. Honestly, story-wise, it was one of the most fun tournaments we've seen in a while. We also had Punk wear uh, yeah, <laughs> Sonic, Sonic Fox's Punk. ears. Like, it, was, it was a good tournament. I think everyone who watched it had fun. Yeah. Any other thoughts, John, on uh, SoCal Regionals? Yes, I did want to say that um, I think it was earlier on day two. I don't know if they were just doing budget approach to commentary or not, but they only had one commenter on, and it was Vicious, and he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I like that, too. He by himself for a long time. And he did a great job. And, and, and ever since, um, gosh, back at like UGC, I think it was, Vicious was doing commentary. I was like, this guy's a good commentator. I hope he, I hope he catches on and, and such. And uh, I just think he's leveled up a lot, and I wanted to give him a shout-out. No, yeah, I, I was, yeah, he, he, he can blow him a kiss, too, if you want. <laughs> if he were here, I'd kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> That'd be oh, good. That, that, that might get you in trouble. If Abigail wins Capcom Cup. I'm kissing Vicious on the mouth. In front of a camera somewhere. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be a crazy we, we day don't have if that happens. <sighs> Guys, oh. what's happening? I, I don't know. You're the host. You're supposed to keep things going. <laughs> no, I mean, I like where this is going. To be honest, you and Vicious, <laughs> some good dreams are coming true. Um, SCR had a lot of upsets. Why? Why would that happen? Is it it's, random? Is it the? Ga- it's because the game sucks. Street Fighter Five sucks. That's why. <laughs> it's not really Street it Fighter. Kinda. Kind of well, sucks, as Steve once it, said, it's a game that some people are so interested people in. Watch. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm never getting away from that. The one fucking time that Mr. Anderson... What were the exact words? It was like Street Fighter's a game some people still kind of watch. Oh, yeah. Something like that. That was really rude, by the way, Steve. You should apologize to Capcom. Mother Capcom. God. 
Since it, Steve said that, Capcom closed an entire branch. Of <laughs> yeah, that's true. Capcom Vancouver closed. <laughs> Steve killed Capcom Canada. Way to go, dude. Hope you feel good about yourself, Steve. Gosh, man, all of those families that don't have food on the table because of you, Steve, and your heartless. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about that later. What are we going to talk about next? Well, um, there's a couple of matches that I wanted to highlight. For example, let's talk about some of these. Um, let's talk about the Daigo upsets because I know that you're a big fan of Daigo. John, talking about you. Oh, bud. me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and here uh, we he had our boy Gustavo, uh, 801 Strider, busting out G. Doing some, let, me, let me do a little quick fast forwarding ease on here. Oh, yeah. I think historically Daigo has been very good at standard matches and, and even weird ones if you give him time. But historically, the types of matchups he's lost have been like to Dalsims, to Monots, now to G, characters that are a little unorthodox. And it doesn't really surprise me, especially given how new G is, that this happened. It's an upset yeah. for sure, but it's not a shock to me. Exactly. This game being as volatile as it can be, um, Strider being as good of a player and as much of a like a lab monster with a character like this, it's like, yeah, you're still going to put your money on Daigo going into this, but the fact that it happened, like you said, is is not like, well, yeah, yeah I mean, hey, it's, it's Street Fighter V, it's SCR, it's these players, it could happen. So, I mean, uh, it's still cool to see a season three character in fact like the newest or at least one of the two newest season three characters do this well at an event have this much hype surrounding him and then take out a name like daigo it's like that's a good look for capcom as far as like hey you did a pretty good job with this uh with this dlc character especially amidst the background of season three being kind of as slow as it was with its characters um for the first half or so i'm trying to here just slow down is he uh like to not hit to not land on that sonic boom. yeah there's a couple of cool interactions going on here so his flaming uh his Come flaming on. kick his level three kick has a lot of projectile invincibility but as it was about to run out on block he still canceled it into the v skill to like you know beat out the fireball at the last second and to get some plus frames so which it, this is g's ability to stop midair is kind of stupid like I mean, it's not not only that he can do that, because like, there are other characters that can change tra trajectories with the dive kicks, and Mika can come straight down. And it's like, those are like, okay, they've been around. We can we can stomach it, even if it causes some salt. But if G goes up in the air and does his, uh, is it his V-skill, where he you know, does the orb and stops? Like, even if you do a regular DP to like beat it, like an anti-air, invincible-ass DP, um, the invincibility will run out, and sometimes he can beat a DP clean, simply just for doing that. And it's like, Man, in a game where where it's like you choose either option A or option B and, and how bad it is for you to whiff a DP and like the fact that you can manipulate that kind of a thing on that level, that's scary to me. So I'm like, I'm it's not to say that this is like the best character in the game or anything like that, but he's showing some scary potential. Um, and with people like Nemo playing him and, and Strider, it's like, ugh, I, I expect to see more of him. So, and that's the thing, right? Because uh, a lot of people have been testing him out in tournament, um, and you're like, okay, I see the potential, but like they're not winning. Is Gustavo the best uh, G right now? I mean, I don't think it really matters right now. Maybe because of results, but we haven't seen enough from him. Um, to, to, but to say like anyone's immediately better than Nemo if Nemo's doing something, you know, with a character, it's like that's kind of a, I, I wouldn't put bets on that. Does Daigo He's, ever lose to another G again? 
Possibly. Probably. 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 I would say probably. I mean, and the character can deal with, with projectiles, so it's like, already that's not a good look for Guile. I'm not saying that he necessarily wins or loses the match, but, like, the fact that if you're throwing sonic booms, you're just building his V-meter, like, that's scary in and of itself. So, um, plus, he's got all the high-flying cancels and bullshit. It's, it's, he's a good character. The uh, other person that Daigo lost to was a guy you know personally, or known for a while. Oh, yeah, Serp and Taurus. So, uh, Serp, I don't know him very personally, but I know him from interactions. He was really big on the Shoryuken Marvel 3 forums back in the early 2010s. And uh, he was big that and for being very outspoken about certain low-tier characters. He said Thor, for example, was like secretly really, really good and beat Morgan in, in Marvel 3. And then he did it. He beat Xi'an in a, in a Latin American tournament. And then here we see him, you know, come to SCR and beat Daigo with Zeku. And I don't know his exact opinions on Zeku, but he made a tear through the tournament. He didn't only beat Daigo. He beat, like, two or three other really, really good players. I think players. he beat, was it Smug and Justin? Yeah, he and, beat uh, Smug and no, someone else. Knuckle Doom. Smug and, and Knuckle Doom. it's like, that's, that's a list you cannot just, like, like, he didn't just have some random good day against one player. He beat... Daigo, Do, Smug, and I think Justin Wong, uh, although I might be wrong on that last No, one. Not, not no, Justin, uh, but... Was it just those three? Yeah, he, he lost to Do in pools, and then he beat Element, Smug, Knuckle Do in the runback, Daigo, and then got eliminated by Commander Jesse. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's been a good fighting game player for a long time. He's not totally random. He's one of those guys who, like, rarely ever gets out to a tournament that a lot of people are watching. He lives in Columbia... Um, he doesn't travel a ton, but he is fantastic. And he's one of those guys where like every time he's gone to a tournament, you've heard his name for some reason. So I really hope that he gets to travel more. Cause I mean, if you're getting this few opportunities and it's still working out for you, you're probably damn good. Quick yeah. note. If you want to watch the rest of that, I cut it short so that you can go and, uh, give your business to the YouTube channel. Alex Myers SF4 has that, um, match between Diego and Supercars. Go watch it. Very old fashioned name. And, and what I was going to say is that Serpentaurus was used as an example of how random this game is, you know, because people were saying Daigo lost to Strider. Oh, he has no, no CPT points yet. Of course, you know, because it's a 50-50 guess game, you know, of course he loses. And then he loses to some guy from Columbia. What the hell? But to me, that it doesn't show, you know, what Street Fighter Five is in that sense, it shows what players have done yeah. in the last few years. I mean, think about this. You know, seven, eight years ago, if you weren't in a hotbed of a game, like if you weren't in New York or California or whatever, and you wanted to grind up, uh, level up, it was it was hard to do it. It was hard to do it in the third strike days. You know, if, if you didn't have that hot scene now, even if you live in Columbia, even if you live in the middle of Nebraska, you know what you can do? You can you can watch their review or you can watch their replays on your console. You can download every single match from Topanga League, every single play, every single match that Daigo's played recently. You can watch it right there and analyze it right there. You can go on discord and you can find games and guess what you've got you've got a big financial motivation to do it because you know back in those days 
okay, m- the goal was maybe you win Evo, maybe you win a couple thousand dollars. That'd be fun. Now you look at a guy like MenRD who won $250,000. You look at the CPT, and they've, get, and they've given up, what, $1.5 million over the last few years? Combine that with everything you've gotten from E-League, from, uh, from Brooklyn Beatdown. There's so much more financial motivation that people are treating this like a job or at least treat it like they want it to be their job. So, yeah, yeah, Street Fighter V makes it easier to get to the top top level. But guess what? Even if it was Street Fighter IV that was the hot game now, even if it was Third Strike, the top-level players are simply better and deeper than they were yeah. in the past. And I think access to information is a big point that people overlook. I mean, it's not that long ago that, like, the top players were literally doing just better combos and setups than everyone else because the worst players didn't even know what they were. They didn't have Twitter to access other people's ideas to what your character could do. I mean, what would you be doing with your character if you were the only resource to figure out what their combos were, what their moves were, what they do? That's just not the case anymore for anyone, whereas for a while it was for for everyone who didn't live in New York or, or Japan. So, yeah. Yeah, if you if your scene didn't have a good guile, you couldn't get good guile practice. Now that's not the case. You can hit up the Discord, you can hit up Reddit, you can hit up Twitter, you can watch all the latest tech. There's just it, it gets downplayed because of people's thoughts on Street Fighter Five, but the pool of of top level talent is just so much deeper that even if you aren't at the very very top the cream of the crop you're still probably pretty damn good to get out of pools mm-hmm. well said you had a graphic here actually we don't even know what the recap but you did have a graphic on the um on the upsets right do you want to look at that yeah, real quick? Ju- just to point this out i mean y- you look at serpent taurus there on there a few times taking out knuckle do tokido uh, didn't even make top 48, losing to El Chicote and losing to Gama. Like, his soul is somewhere in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> you know, Mago losing to Doncadillas twice. You know, there are killers everywhere. And, like, these are legit good players. You know, Strider is a guy who's made Capcom Cup. Serpentaurus was one of the, has been big on Zekutech on Twitter. You know, it's just there are too many good players. So there are no guarantees that you'll get out of pools, even if you're someone like a Tokido or a Mago. And guess what? You don't have a birthright to get out of pools. People are mad at at Daigo losing, saying, oh, the game sucks because a player like Daigo loses. Guess what? Daigo is a very good player, but other people get to be very good, too. And there is no rule that Daigo must stroll his way into top six. I think Smash players actually tried to make that rule once. <laughs> I think that did, did, that did happen. Well, I mean, I mean, Melee was just so consistent. It was just one of the gods that would win all the time, right? That it, that it almost emerged half organically because it's like, yeah, this is just the way of the world. And you lose sight of the fact that, well, something different could happen. And when it does, you go, oh, well, that must be a glitch in the Matrix. I mean, I, I absolutely hear, um, hear your point there, Steve. I think it's a it's a combination of both, though. I think that uh, it's easier to steal a game or two in Street Fighter Five than it has been at, at traditional mm-hmm. or older Street Fighter titles. Um, but to say depends that, on which one to me, but sure. Yeah, but to say that 
like the only reason to take it away from people that are winning completely and to say that the only reason that Daigo's losing, you know, um, or the only reason that so-and-so, you know, beat Knuckle is because the game's wonky and, and not good is, is erroneous. You know, it's, it's a, it's a combination of everything. The bottom line is though, it's making for some pretty interesting tournaments, pretty interesting results. Like here we have all this to talk about now and people are interested and you get to dissect it and pick out why is this kind of stuff happening. And, and, and I think that that's a good thing. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll definitely complain about certain aspects of the game and feel defeated sometimes, but you do have a product that I think is achieving um, more or less what they wanted to, to achieve. And so I think that's a good thing. Uh, Al Chakotay says that, um, Al, Al Chakotay <laughs> says that Knuckle <laughs> yep. uh, uh, has his, his match versus Fudo and he's going to give it to him and then we'll all be able to see it. I look forward to that. Um, Steve, are you taking us back to the recap? What's up? Let, let, let's just go through quickly. Look at the uh, CPT standings after uh, SCR, and you find that Sako has now locked up a spot. Uh, Sako has locked up a spot in Capcom Cup. That's why his name is green. Everyone in white has not locked up a spot in Capcom Cup. So before you ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, we weren't going to ask, Steve. I'm sure. I don't know why you would even think we would ask. Get over uh, yourself, Steve. Just fucking keep going with the recap. Uh, you're looking at the. There's actually a tie right now for the final spot between Punk and Mago. Punk's a guy we haven't <laughs> seen on this screen for a while, so it's good to see him back in the hunt. Should we Should we talk about that for a second? Is that on our lineup? I forget. Punk's little. Uh, it Punk's can be. three. Just real quick. He um, so so the story for Punk early 2017 he was amazing with with Karen right and he was playing a footsie based game and it was n he went from being scrubby online Street Fighter Four player that sent crappy messages to people when he lost to like an untouchable god of Street Fighter Five that was not only beating the local guys here in America but he was taking it he was taking the the Japanese and the Koreans and everyone to the cleaners with just solid play. Um, winning multiple premieres in a row and such, and being the favorite for Evo, of course he got second. Um, and then Karen gets a little bit changed, a little bit nerfed, falls down the tier list a little bit, and Punk has a hard time. He ventures out to other characters, doesn't have good results compared to what he had. Fast forward all the way to SCR, he picks out Karen again, which he's done a few times, but I don't think really seriously. Uh, moves away from Cammy, who's one of the absolute best in the game, uh, and starts tearing people apart. But actually loses the mirror match to his idol, Bonchan, and then starts tearing people apart. And um, I, I forget all who he beat off the top of my head, but he had like, do you have that, Steve? Off? I can pull it up over. Uh, yeah. um, and, and just goes through, like, I think it was Haitani and uh, Dogara and Fujimura, arguably the best player in the world right now, um, and just blows through him. And he looks very much like old, early 2017 punk. Um, has to play Bonchan again in top eight. And then, of course, I think uh, lost there. But he had a, a, a glimpse of what we saw when he was just drawing heads like crazy. And the idea, like, this is the, this is the time to get hot. If you're going to get hot in the season, it's like right before the end here. If he can garner up those points, jump into Capcom Cup, and then start doing what he was doing a little over a year ago, that's a really good look for him. So it's an exciting story, to say the least. It might be nothing. It might be a single blip on the radar, and then he's back to getting, you know, top 16 at best or so. But... The fact that we've seen Punk do what he's, we know what he's capable of, and he might be doing it, and this is the perfect time to get back to that. So we'll be looking with a lot of um, 
a lot of excitement to see what happens, you know, uh, with him in the upcoming tournament. I think he'll be I, back a lot. I think his mentality has changed a lot. I think for I think he's gotten over himself a little bit. I think after having such a successful run and then losing at Evo, he started picking a lot of different characters. He started mm -hmm. taking winning a little less seriously. And he started playing differently and even, uh, you know, taking the game and, and talking about it differently. And I think that era is over. And I think watching him pick Karen for an entire tournament again uh, made everyone realize what he can do if he goes back to, to you know, really putting on the blinders and, and taking things full speed ahead. And I, I think I think if he keeps doing what he did, yeah, he can he can really make a run. I got that list for you. Uh, cool. he, he beat Chris G, then he lost to Bonchan. Then, in losers, he beat Chris G, Justin, Fujimura, Haitani, and Dogura to make top eight before losing to Bonchan again. So, Yeah. Hey, y'all want to talk about... Uh, I know you really want to, John. Uh, talk about Chris T. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about him? I had a lot of fun good. watching the uh, mirror match. I thought that was cool. And check out this clip here. A great moment uh, starting off right here. I'm going to see if I can time it out. Boom. Momochi. Look at that. Oh, that's so sick. Because Momochi, for those that don't know, both of these traditionally Ken players, Chris T is stuck with them while Momochi has ventured out to other characters and such. But it used to be that Chris T would go to Momochi for, um, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, how communication has changed and such. And you'd go to Momochi's, you know, videos and stuff and try to learn from him as much as possible. Eventually getting to meet him and, and like learn firsthand and talk with him and such. And now you have both of them in a top eight together facing off. And, and I think they might have played once or twice before in tournament, but Momochi goes back to Ken for this. That was pretty epic. And I'm not sure why you would do that. If the Ken, the Ken mirror is that much better than Ken versus Colleen, um, he would know better than I would. But he did this, and it was pretty. It was pretty awesome just to see like the student versus the master in some respects, and it was it was pretty pure because it's Ken Ken. You know, you can't complain about the matchup, and uh, and Christia ended up taking it, which is pretty awesome. So good for him, showing uh, again an example of someone really leveling up um, in a fairly poetic way. You know, I just remember just smiling. Uh, it was actually just a tweet Christie had. I can't remember when it was, but he was because these guys are like such Ken Bros. That he's like something would happen on stream at an event that neither of them were at, and he would open up his Twitter DMs to message Momochi about something, and he would see that Momochi was typing something to him, like they were so. Oh, I mean, Chris has posted thousands of messages that were like, like ask Momochi, like, is this character cheap? And Momochi will say yes, and Chris <laughs> will be like, look, it's proof. Like, yeah, no, he's been he's been talking with this guy for a long time. It was obviously they, a they fun actually. Match. They actually have um, body pillows of each other. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> Which makes this all the more. All the more special. Well, well, I wonder if they'll get the special edition best of five body pillows. <laughs> oh, no one make that Steve? No or, one make that possible. <laughs> or the one that's uh, Mike wearing different Chun costumes. Yeah, there's that one, too. That's going to be a bestseller. It's going to print money right there, boys. Anyway, um, by the way, all these replays that we show, you should definitely go to Capcom Fighters and check them out there. They're all there. That's where I got them from. <laughs> Sorry, Capcom Fighters, for uh, <laughs> just ripping them. But... Um, Definitely check them out. <laughs> Give them some views. Let them know that we care. Um, but it was a badass match, uh, and Christy came out on top. Shout-outs to Christy. Yeah, Chris with his best placing so far in a premiere. Uh, really good job. He's been super good all season. So hopefully he'll keep it up. Yeah. Um, where does this put Christy um, on the so so the big board? A first place finish is 700 points. That almost solidifies you into Capcom Cup, more or less. By, by itself, yeah. Yeah, second place finishes like 250 points, though. It's less than half. 
270 for second, 200 for third. So with that result, he it, Christie is now at uh, 22nd. So he's not locked in yet, but he's uh, in pretty good position. He's still got some work to do. It'll be the top 26 plus those that qualify like through the last chance, MENA, and like the regionals, right? So yeah. you have to be 26 or above? 26. It's MENA first, then the next 26. Uh and then it will come down to who wins the regional finals. If whoever wins each region is outside of that top 26, then they're in. If they're in that top 26, then that region's automatic spot goes to the top-ranked player outside of the top 26. So, like, uh, for Latin America, if Kaba won the Latin America thing. He's in top. He's 11th right now. He's in. So his spot would go to Berlino because he's the top Latin American player, not in the field. So, so right now, since this is interesting, because we have a tie for 27th, right? Mago and punk. If Capcom cup happens today, Mena is in the top 26. So technically either punk or Mago would be qualified, right? Right. And I'm One not a hundred percent sure how that type. Yeah, well, they actually, they, they do like an NHL blitz style, uh, or any, what was it called again? They do a fist fight in the, in blitz. Hits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In, in hits. hits. Yeah. In hits. hits. And then whoever comes out with, uh, <laughs> or they do a controversial Rochambeau, Cornell lawn, <laughs> uh, the rock, paper, scissors in Tekken was rigged. Oh, Get on man. there, Alon. This is where you pipe in pal. <laughs> look, look, what? I watched the tape way too many times. I watched it at a quarter speed, Elon. I watched it frame by frame, Efren. Okay. <laughs> I it saw what Elon was me. saying. There was a few very questionable Dude, moves. he does straight up like that. Look, look when you look at the tapes. Uh, there's one where he does scissors with his finger and his thumb. No. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. There was, <laughs> the tape is clear. Grand finals. Uh, Jimmy J. Tran versus Dimeback. Jimmy J. Tran throws out scissors as soon as his hands go to do the actual rock, paper, scissors. And then he notices the paper coming along and he does the OS and quickly just goes to, uh, goes to paper. You see, he sees the rock coming out. He, what did I say? Scissors? You said paper. Well, yeah, because you're, you're saying he was going to win and then he optioned into a They're tie. all cheating. And yeah, Tekken. Yeah. See, so see he doesn't SR. even know what he's talking about now. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Listen, I, I've been watching that footage way too many times. I'm a little burnt out. But the point is, Jimmy J. Tran... Using his godlike reactions to OS at Rock Paper Scissors, and that's why he was undefeated at SCR in Rock Paper Scissors for the Tekken tournament. Are we done with the recap, Steve? Uh, there's actually a uh, wrap up tournaments. Just yeah, just uh, just to round it out. Uh, you talked about Soul Calibur. Signia actually took it over Sonic Fox in the grand finals of that. DGV coming out of the uh, out of the ashes to win the Tournament of Legends qualifier. Version coming over from Japan to win the uh, Alpha 3 Dramatic Battle. You see Jonah taking both Blaze Blue games. Elegant taking both uh, singles and doubles in Smash. And Kazunoko continuing his incredible, incredible play, winning Exerd. Uh, you see the rest of the results. Uh, go yeah, check. One of which is Squish for Unist, who I found out is actually an Arizona player. <laughs> so He also won Evo. Squish. For AC represent. Yeah. AZ. And AZ had a top uh, top eight in Alpha 3 and in Super Turbo. And in Marvel Infinite, if that's still a thing. Marvel yeah. Infinite is still a thing. Dual Kevin, making sure of that. Yep. All right. Shout and out to Ernesto. <laughs> Spilled the threes. Pretty elite. 
uh, for the couple bits there, five bits. Thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. A little bit. All right. We should probably run through the rest of this stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> listen, let's, let's just hit this. Let's hit. Hey, we hey, got another uh, NDO 103. NDO 103. Wait, let's clap, get, let's clap, get clap, some clap. claps. This is important. No, guys. Stop the show. Let's get some claps going. Oh, we'll just do this one. <laughs> That's not a clap. All right. Well, how He's about this one? To his head. It's a finger to the head. Yeah, clap. that counts as a clap, right? Is this gonna Smart. play or what? Here we go. Boom. Okay. This one always gives me a hard time. This damn gif. <clears throat> okay. So this is what I think we should hit. Unless somebody says no, don't you dare. Just talk about Armada real quick. Just talk about mm -hmm. Isabel real quick. Would you hit a block grab? All right. Armada put out a video saying he quit Smash. It's like the singles. ninth. Smash singles, the ninth time he's done this. Um, but I actually do believe him this time. I actually did watch the video before the show. It seems pretty legitimate that he he basically said that he has no motivation to play anymore. Yeah, and like and he, he makes spent him physically ill when a he... year trying to play through that and find it, and he didn't. And it's a very legitimate reason to stop playing. I think it's one of the most common reasons people at the top stop playing things that aren't physical sports where they're forced to retire. It is a lack of motivation. Uh, it seems like it's due time. I think hopefully everyone respects his decision. Um, he's getting a lot of love in the comments on that YouTube. Like, I mean, he's he's been at the top or right there for, I mean, literally since he was like 13 years old or like 15 years old. So that's 10 years for him. Do you think that he's miserable because the game he's playing is Melee? <laughs> No, like to to I know it sounds like I'm shit talking here. No, I mean he he went through this game like he went. Well, he basically said that he spent about half his life at this point dedicated to it, and he says that's enough, and that he'd rather do other things. And he's still gonna play melee. He's still gonna stream. He's still gonna play doubles. He just has it. Literally makes nothing fun for him to keep entering. So he should stop. Makes total sense. There were a bunch of, um, right after this went out, and I didn't see all of them, but I saw a handful of tweets from players that are not Smash Bros. players, but I think like Alex Myers was one of them, for example, um, talking about how Armada is a, uh, it's like an integral part of the FGC and how he's been an inspiration for a lot of people, even outside of Smash, and that it's sad to see him go, but you understand, right? And um, and so it's like, it's a lot of people, I think, on the, the general reaction is, Oh, well, I'm sad to see you go, but thank you so much for what you've done. And um, I'm looking forward to whatever it is that you do, you know, with Ultimate or, or, you know, whatever path you choose to take. I appreciate it. You know, so I don't think anyone's like, oh, my gosh, Ramada, you suck for quitting. It's like, thanks for what you did. And, um, and you know, we'll, we'll send you off with, uh, with a thumbs up and an appreciation. Now, something that does happen a lot is people will take a break and then they aren't, you know, the target at the top. And that takes a lot of pressure off them and they do come back. But. Like a like a PR Balrog a few years back, he was like, "I'm quitting," and then he didn't. I actually have a theory about this. I, I I've studied this for a couple years, uh, and I call it the FGC retirement theorem. <laughs> and here here's how it's here's how it goes. If a player either announces a retirement or makes a a decision or takes actions that amount to retirement, the likelihood that they stay retired is inversely proportional to the amount of attention they give the announcement. That, that makes a lot of sense. The, the person, <laughs> let me give you an example, person who just stops showing up to locals one week and just doesn't go, 90% chance they're done. The person who makes a 15-minute uh, video posted to Facebook for, uh, in your local scene, you'll see them at the next mo monthly. 
<laughs> but 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 in all seriousness, does this feel like the end of an era to anyone else? It definitely I mean, does, and it feels like. And I'm not trying to say this because I hate Smash. Because I mean, I'm going to candidly say I actually don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. They've literally referred to these five gods for like the greater part of this game's popular majority. Uh, oh, basically the entirety. Since the game has been an esport, Armada has been either the best or second best player. Literally the entire time. So yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. We, and we've got two of the gods who are retired now. Um, we've got a third who hasn't really been as dominant as they were. Who's the other retired? We've got PPMD. Mango alludes to retiring himself, too, constantly. He says stuff like that all the time. Yeah, so it's... It, it, we might be seeing the beginning of the end of Melee. You know, with Ultimate coming out, with, with the the gods retiring. A uh, god didn't win Evo, which I think is kind of significant. You know, and Leffen is is right there. In, he's like honorary, you know, he's the god slayer and such. So, uh, but... Yeah, it, it might be that we're finally seeing the end of this game, and it's yeah, not Box like a yeah. hungry box is depressed because of all of the the social media, you know, negativity that comes his way and such. It's like maybe it's just that melee has run its course, and oh my gosh, what a course it's been! But I think we're we might start be starting to see the end of the era. The counterpoint I'll give, and I'm not, I don't think it's really quite a counterpoint. Is like something we're gonna have to wait and see. Is like we have seen a few new players, like Zane. And like, you know, Swedish beating Armada and some of these guys come out and actually prove that people can win in Melee. Mm -hmm. And so the question will be, can these new people become popular and loved in the eyes and followed and make a new era of Melee? Or will people cease watching when the last god stops playing? That's, that's going to be the question they have to figure out. And yeah, I think I usually things move on. I don't think Melee is going to go away. Not anytime might, soon. It will eventually. But I think, yeah, I think you have several more years. It, it, yeah, it, it might drop down in, you know, in significance. You know, it, it might be that Ultimate becomes the the Smash game that everybody wants it to be. And, and it becomes, it has Nintendo support and it gets like half a million viewers weekly and Melee goes down to like 20,000 at majors and whatever. It's still going to be there. People love that game. People have a special place in that heart, in their heart for the game. It's sort of like Super Turbo to the Street Fighter community. It's, sure. it's such a cornerstone that you can never say it's going to go away. Well, okay, so I would, I guess, further specify that as like, it's not going to be the main stage traction that it's been for so long now like it'll go to like the way of maybe super turbo where it's there but it's like you know earlier in the day or it's a side turn or something like that eventually uh but but it's the i mean the the story of melee and how it's been so big for so long and maintained the numbers and the excitement and it didn't even grown you know like well yeah it kind of came out then. of nothing like randomly like five years ago like it's sprouted a very out unique story but, or like yeah. eight years ago something like that yeah. All right, guys, uh, sticking to Smash, because I know that's what our audience likes. Is I think we have the trailer. It was a cool trailer. I mean, it's like, at this point, like, I don't think it's a crazy shock in the sense that, like, oh, they put a weird character in Smash. I mean, it's a second Animal Crossing character, so they've done it before. But 
I think it's cool. I think the way they announced it was really shocking. People obviously thought it was going to be an Animal Crossing announcement, and then it was a Smash announcement, and then it was also an Animal Crossing announcement. Mm -hmm. So I think that it was a uh, so. So I don't think she's going to be the most hype reveal, right? You're going to get your Animal Crossing crowd that, that appreciate it, but there's plenty of people that are like, who, who's this? Oh yeah, I've heard of Animal Crossing, and that's about the extent of this. So it's like it's not going to generate as much hype as maybe like a, a Ridley or something like okay. that. But the yeah, but the way that they did it was was like you said, perfect. It's like you keep the uh, the mystery of like, is it Animal Crossing? Is it Smash? Is it, it was. It was a good approach to revealing a semi-hype character, or like, and I'm not trying to bash Isabel at all. It's just that she's not as well known as other characters, um, and so I, I thought it was a very smart way of doing it from Nintendo. I don't know. For me, it wasn't even the most shocking fighting game character announcement of the week, because we've got the the king of children's card games going into Jump Force now, Yugi. Well, Yugi was actually in <clears throat> Jump Superstars and Jump Ultimate Stars for Nintendo DS, which were fighting games that I played. But Yugi's cool. So there you go. Is, is that a bigger announcement to you than Isabel? It, it, like, I don't really have a place in my heart for Animal Crossing. I'm sorry. You know, I, so, I love it, Animal but Crossing. But that character's really cute. Um, I also never in my life played Yu-Gi-Oh! So you have here no details about moveset. Let's speculate. I'm like... I don't know if I'll well, get in hair Jump gel. Superstars and in Jump Ultimate Stars, he fought by summoning car like dual monsters. Okay. So like one of his moves was he summons the Winged Dragon and he shoots a fireball, and another one was the Celtic Guardian slashes. So it'll probably be stuff like that. People are saying were Jump Force is not a fighting game. Were any of them uh, Dark Magician Girl? I think there was a Dark Magician Girl Super or something like that. Yeah. Okay, games pre-ordered. <laughs> yeah, I like Dark. I mean, I'm, I, a... I think I have a. Uh, I, I don't know if you can zoom in on this. No, not really. Well, probably digitally. Can you digitally zoom? Yeah. Here we go. I got my dark, dark magician, magician girl, girl right here. Everybody just wait. Well, oh, you come nerd. on. He's about to do it, and then you put it I was away. I was given this. I didn't buy it, but... Here we go. Here we go. It is yeah, on my keychain. So technically, I'm a huge dark Boom. magician girl fan. Look at that. Just leave that as a shot, by the way. It looks great. Smile for the camera, Mike. <laughs> 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 All right. Um... So, <clears throat> what do you want to talk about? What you got there, Lock Steve? Lab. We should probably mention Capcom Cup because they announced their dates. They canceled oh, it. Capcom <laughs> Evo Part Two is happening, and it's it's happening over NEC. Uh, Trevzor, yes, we talked about Sam Show at length last week. Can't wait for the game. We're all very excited. Um, Follow. What was that guy's name that we mentioned last week that has like a thorough breakdown of that trailer? Anyway, Capcom Cup not at PSX. What I liked about the two times I got to go the one time I can't even fucking remember it was one uh, was that it was at the PlayStation event there was a ton of others like I've never been to an E3 if I wanted it was to go like, it's just a cool yeah. ass event get to play games um, and then it's like this badass like arena beer and stadium seating event at the end um, you didn't like that was your least favorite part about it no 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 I'm like I, I'm saying that like I, I was I like PSX more than I like this but I mean oh well I mean it's not my choice I mean it, whatever it keeps it are you gonna go I don't know yet. Probably not. Uh, but maybe. I mean, so it's like it's Vegas. So that's why I say it's going to be like Evo Part Two because what you're going to do, you're going to go for a weekend, probably play in the last chance qualifier, and then when you lose there, it's like it's Vegas, and then you can go to the you know the actual Capcom Cup and watch it you know during the finals. But like, it's it's basically Evo Two Point Smaller one. I'm, I'm I'm curious about the production. 
who will be handling it. That esports, the only event that I can recall at the esports arena in Las Vegas was that um, is it Goichi versus Sonic Fox uh, exhibition? Oh, yeah. yeah, they had that, and it was awkward as fuck. Translator was Garbo. Um, it was really questionable standards. Uh, if this will be productive, this will be produced better than that was. I promise. Yeah, like, I mean, it'll be the same crew. I think with Capcom and everything producing it out. So, hey, side so note: Did I ever tell you guys about the time we were uh, Mike and I were at uh, Capcom Cup, <clears throat> and uh, this is finals night? Well, I guess the only night, and uh, they had this big badass stage. You, that the players came out of, remember? They'd hit, what's his name on the head? Kazunoko. There's big stairs behind that backstage with the smoke pouring out. And uh, 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 Knuckle Dude goes up there to step out. And fucking, you're asking me, hey, who are you going to play? You walked up behind him. We had a conversation. And then, and then, like, some production coordinator was like, get the fuck out of there. Get back. He's about to go on stage. Do you and I talk a little bit about stuff, and I tell him nerdy frame data things, and he's like, okay. I'll, I just thought it was I'll hilarious. Donka almost came out on stream, is all I'm saying, right? <laughs> he almost walked out with him like a hype man. I would I would love to be Knuckle Dude's coach. Not that he needs me, but that I think, would be a did, great job. What was it like you told him don't use Guile or don't use um, Mika or something? I was, t- I was telling him to go with his heart, basically. Pretty basic <laughs> advice. Because he was worried about who to pick. Go with your heart. That's that's solid advice. All right. Uh, and then once again, it's same weekend as NEC. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the. It, it, there's going to be some crossover because, you know, there's only so many weekends in December that don't run into Christmas and going too early runs into Thanksgiving. But once again, there's this there's this idea out there, whether it's true or not, whether it's fair or not, that the East Coast FGC or the East Coast tournament organizers get the short end of the stick all the time. And this is not helping that case. Unfortunately. Uh, you ready for a block grab? What's up? Yeah. Do you have the costumes, Alon? Not downloaded. Do you have them as images? Well, then y'all better vamp for a sec and do some questions of the day while I pull these costumes. All right. Question well, of the day. So we asked you, folks, what was your biggest, what to you was the biggest upset at SCR 2018? EWG Particle went with the part where Sonic Fox plus Punk was less than one Bonchan. I keep saying Bonchan because I am so out of practice with my Japanese. Uh, God Tier Steve, who is somehow not me, uh, said probably how upset the stream monsters were about seeing their favorite players drown for once. R.I.P. and Pepperoni. Uh, Dark Hollow said for him it was Tokido losing in pools and that Colombian Zeku player, a.k.a. Uh, Serpentaurus, taking out Daigo and Fudo. Uh, Damien Sweetie went with Goku <laughs> beating Android 16. Uh, Amar Khan said that hey, it was I'm a rare time here. where uh, JDCR didn't make it out of make it to top eight in an international tournament. Uh, and then Rixian closed this off with <laughs> there are no upsets. It's Street Fighter V. Shit happens. <laughs> Damn, you went through too fast, bro. Well, we also have a new uh, subscriber. Thank you to Zalbog Bulls. Zalbog Bulls. Also, just a—I don't think we have to grab the uh, <laughs> the what is it? The Donovan costume because that's yeah. old. Uh, I, I, I didn't grab them. I didn't grab them. All right, give me one second. I'm gonna pop these bad oh. boys in this timeline, and then, and only then, we'll be ready. <laughs> I should so probably. 
right, I can mention this real quick. Mention it. Uh, Esports Awards announced a second group of categories, and it includes Console Player of the Year. And that includes Leffen, Promex, Sonic Fox, and Tokido. That's actually a good lineup there. Like, that's, you have to think about that. Because you got the Evo winner, you got the Everything Else winner. You got, you got three got Evo winners, yeah. Yeah, you got three Evo winners and a former Evo winner. And in Tokido and all that he's been. Although, Tokido has low-key not had a great second half of the year. I mean, he's like second place and stuff, and so the expectations for Tokido are much higher. But he hasn't been hitting the bar that he set for himself. And we've actually seen that happen a handful of times with, you know, Infiltration's dominance run um, early in 2016. Punk's dominance run early in 2017, and then it seems like, you know, well, a lot of, all of Street Fighter V has been Tokido, but he's been especially good, you know, winning Evo, then getting second at Capcom Cup, and then a few tournaments at the beginning of this year, but since then, um, a little bit spotty here and there, just not hitting that Tokido bar. So, interesting going in towards, you know, this last chapter of the tour to see uh, who's going to actually come out on top. Speaking of coming out on top, uh, that's not even a good transition because I don't know how to follow that up. Um, let's do a block grab. We're gonna do a block grab. I thought you. I thought you were transitioning into a Sonic Fox joke there. Oh no, Steve! Come on, man. I thought we were gonna talk Wait, about that. Come on, what? No. All right, let's see those. Let's see those costumes. All right, costumes. Um, let's start off with Chun Li as Morgan. Mike. Wait, this is Wait. the second Morgan one we no, have, no, right? No, no, no. It was I, that, I like, thought we were doing the Halloween ones. We are here, here bro. This one's new, oh, too, okay. though. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, it's the second person. Who, like, you're late to the party, right? Like, didn't Jury already? Or no, Jury was Lilith. Jury's yeah. Lilith. Yeah. Okay, so she's Morgan. I don't know. It's like, whatever. No, nah, block. <laughs> block. I don't, I don't care about seeing someone as Morgan again. Boobs. Look at the boobs. They did a good job on the boobs. It just looks like Morgan, but, like, not... As good as more. So, I don't know. I don't so like it. I feel like these uh, Darkstalker ones are intentionally supposed to look as much as like the. Original I, yeah, I agree, yeah. but I don't. I don't care for that. But I agree that it's like what they're going for. It's now, just like the straight up. I'm gonna block on this one, even though I don't usually partake, because um, I saw somebody actually had modded Chun Li to look like Morgan, Brutal and Ace. it looked infinitely better than this Capcom official. Looks like one. shit. Um, so let's let's be quick about this because we got to finish a block grab and then we got to okay. give well, away wait, a real chunk quick, costume. Why does it look like shit then? Well, what about it doesn't look good? I like it because of the well, boots. Then you can grab it. I will grab it. I'll grab it. it, it it's it's okay. I, I I don't hate it, so I'll grab. Um. Yeah, it doesn't look bad, but I'm telling her you, if you see the other butt, one, though, like, why do her yeah, wings come out of her ass? I don't know. Nothing about this makes sense. And then, like, there's just a bird in the picture, which I think is funny. It's probably my, <laughs> the bird is probably my favorite stage. part. The bird doesn't come with the costume. Yeah, but, like, like, it's framed there very well. I don't know. I just like the bird. All right. The bird's like, I would have rather had the mod. Long block grab. Uh, block. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our next Darkstalker costume. Ed, now the bird's Ed, looking even better. Ed as Dimitri looks like shit too. <laughs> what the fuck, man? All right, I don't know. Just like it, it doesn't. This it, should have been Bison. Yeah, I feel that. Hundred percent. This should have been Bison, and it's Ed. And that, like, whatever. I don't get the push for Ed. He's getting a lot of cool costumes, and he's definitely not a cool character. No, so. he's. <laughs> <laughs> but that bird, bro. Let me tell you about that raven. This just looks like. I mean, it kind of. If if the idea is. 
Ed is going as for Halloween as Dimitri. They like kind of pulled that off, but like I don't know if that aesthetic is worth a co- worth a costume. Like it's just it just not. I, I thought they pulled the costume off pretty well. I don't like it. Block. They even got the I, hair. birds blocking. <laughs> I love me some frilly collars, so I'll grab. <laughs> You're a big ascot guy, right? I, I, I'm a huge ascot guy. <laughs> hey, Lon, uh Block or grab on this Ed as Dimitri? Block. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our very next uh, Dark Stalker's costume. Come on, bro. I dare you to block this. Nice this is I by far it. the best of the three new Dark Stalkers Because it has costumes. two birds in the picture. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, there's two birds. That's one. Um... <laughs> It, like, has that mixture of looking a lot like Felicia, but still being able to tell it's Minot. They were creative and made the and made the orb into the fur ball. I, I'll give them this one. If you're going to do a, you know, a reference costume, this is a good example. I'll grab. My only thing with this costume is that I feel like it should have been Mika. That's what everybody's um, saying in the chat, but is it's it? not, not, and she looks fucking fantastic as. Yeah, it's still good. Like, it's not enough to say... It's a hairball. It's not a ball of yarn. It's a hairball. That's disgusting, but also I think I like it. I think that's like kind of creative. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, bro. damn. All right. So you're grabbing it, John. Yeah, I'll grab it. I'll Steve, grab it. block a grab on Felicia Minot. That is a very strong. Oh, I think we're back. Okay. Yeah, we're back. All right. Are we back? Yeah, we're back? Chat, we back? Stream. Elon pulled the plug. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Costumes. <clears throat> this is Falk as, you know, sexy, like modern Baby Grim Reaper. Uh, it looks cool. I think it's cool. Like, it's, 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 it's not that inspired. So like I don't want it's not like a strong grab, but it looks good, and people who play Falk will like this costume. She kind of looks like a Mortal Kombat costume character to me. So I will grab. Well, she looks like Devora. She has the same kind of hood thing going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll grab. John. Yeah, I think it. I think it works, and that's I think the most important thing for me. Like again, I don't like that they've done like two Falk in a row, and she's like not. I mean, maybe they're trying to drive the character's popularity up or something, but I don't think this is the way to do it. I think it's kind of superficial. That said, though, I think it, it looks good. I like it. Um, so I'll, I'll grab. All right, Steve. It looks like a generic Hot Topic model. I'm sorry, Block. What's wrong with that? I mean, there's nothing wrong with generic Hot Topic models as as themselves, but I'm not going to buy a costume of You that. just sold her to me, but let's keep going. Moving on Don't to our. Oh, I'm oh. sorry, Elon. Block or grab on Grim Reaper Falk. Oh, I like the fact yeah, that. I'm going to block it because they don't like anything. I'm going to block. I like yeah, the fact that the cape is red on the inside, so block. <laughs> oh, this guy. All right, next costume. We have uh, Strutner Stuff, Colleen Oof. as a witch. So good. <sighs> Love this costume. <laughs> Love Colleen. Love the witch hat. We- like the only one would ever block this costume. Everything about this costume, grab. What about the stockings? I love the stockings. What about the garter? Love the garter. What about you know those, the spaghetti strap nature of it? Those love things those. could have ruined the costume if it wasn't well done. 
but they didn't like they they only add to it like those are kind of goofy looking the stripe stockings it's like uh, weird in the garden but like the costume is so well done and and, and everything else about it just Love. looks so good like you appreciate it all as a whole. She's got little like love a moon, m- moon print. I don't really like how Colleen plays, sure. but aesthetically, I just love this character. What, what about her hair? It's great. <laughs> uh, John, block or grab Colleen in Halloween right. witch costume. Right. Steve. This looks like one of my coworkers <clears throat> went to a Halloween party as as a witch uh, with the costume they bought off the. Wait, wait, wait! Do you like this coworker? Yeah, what? Yeah, I, like, I haven't, I haven't met her yet. I don't like or dislike the coworker. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not saying this as someone I'm attracted to or not attracted to. I'm saying this. This looks like Steve, someone Steve, I work with. you went to you commit sport. suicide in front of everybody right now. Went to Party City, picked up the generic witch costume. Or the deluxe version of the generic witch costume, threw it on. It, it doesn't. It it just strikes me as not. It's not doing you, it. Block. The chat doesn't care about anymore about block grab. They want you to find love right now. Yeah, we're, yeah. Trying, they, we're trying to, to meet this don't coworker. Close, to close says, don't close I'm trying heart. to meet this coworker. <laughs> I, I I wasn't talking about a particular coworker. I'm talking about it, this looks like a person who I work with. Who, who I could work well, what's Which her name? means the woman of your dreams is out there, Steve, and you're going to find her. <laughs> right. Which is a grab, right? <laughs> Elon, block, Can we Elon. block grab on Steve's co-workers? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not going crazy. Let's just bring in a yearbook <laughs> from one of our high schools. Yeah, just start block grabbing on random names. Oh, and they all get assembly costumes. Uh, <laughs> I'll send him one to <laughs> Elon, block or grab on Colleen in the witch costume. Uh, that's not big enough, block. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, we knew enough. that. Elon was a lost cause, but Steve, can you please give us your final verdict on your coworker, Colleen? This is she doesn't look like an actual coworker. This looks like there, there's I have hundreds of coworkers and she looks like she could be any one She's of like them. generic coworker one. You know, that's a I don't know where you're working that this could be any one of your coworkers, but we all want to work there. Well, I want to work there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you in the. I'll get you a call. Hey, uh, chat wants to know: Are you blushing, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to our next costume. We have Guile as zombie, undead nightmare. <laughs> so this is like yet again, like the least creative one, maybe, yeah, but well, I love it. it. I think it, it just looks awesome. awesome. With yeah. Anyone. It has nothing to do with Guile. It's, it's just yeah, like I agree, but it just looks awesome to me. Like yeah, I think it, it looks cool. Like, and I feel like it it's works for Guile. Well Elon, well, could you well, punch well. it on the face? Please enhance. And like, if Guile showed up to a Halloween <laughs> party, I feel like enhance. I was like, first I would guess he would just show up as a soldier and be lazy about it. Yeah. But like, this would be the second <laughs> one. Bro, look at that. Looking pretty spooky. I don't know which of Steve's coworkers this is, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, are you going to grab on that, Mike? I'm grabbing. Yeah, I'm grabbing. John, block or grab on Zombie Guile? I think there's a lot more potential, especially with Halloween costumes, of what you can do with the characters. And I think this is just a very generic, um, you know, whatever Steve's coworker kind of approach. And I don't appreciate it. So I'm going to block. <laughs> Steve. Um, 
you know, within the context of your workplace, block and grab on the costume. <laughs> this is a simple, yes, it is. Do you have a, a leaderboard at your thing. workplace? Like, do you do a recap? Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, Carl didn't change the coffee. Carl, put him in green. Carl's, Carl's in yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right grab, grab. It, it, it's simple, but it's well done. Grab. Hey, uh, <clears throat> Elon, block or grab mm. on Zombie Guile. I would have rather him just be a skull with his hair block. Okay. And now, not to bias y'all's decisions, but the best costume of them all, <laughs> Abigail as a <laughs> so monster, sick. like a uh, Mutant League football <laughs> cyclops. He looks so cool. Yeah. I love this character so much. And he uh, still has the maple leaf hair. Oh, I hadn't <laughs> noticed that. Cool. This reminds me of um, remember the animated Hercules Disney movie and the uh, the Cyclops Titan that was like kind of the yeah. dumb rejected one that they're like here you go have like the secondary task of killing mortal Hercules um, and he's like this big kind of oafish character and I think that that really does fit Abigail you know considering that he thinks he's a car and all that stuff and he's the big dumb guy that does a lot of damage so I think that this fits with him and I will grab out of turn Steve swear to God. <laughs> you can't you can't act like you have a coworker that looks like this. The, I wasn't even going down that road. The only thing I don't like is that it is a cyclops because if it was just his regular face, it would look like he's out of the Legion of Doom. Well, that would be great Doom's too. Badass. But Y'all don't know two, about that though. You need two to you need a hawk and an animal and this is just an animal. See, that's why you do the mirror. That's why that's why you do the Abigail mirror. Which no, now if, now if now it's Zeku Legion of Doom, and when he changed, he became the other one. That would be good. Mm, that's a, that that Bella Twin magic. Uh, this is a grab. This is an easy, easy grab. Yeah, everyone loves this one. I think. Hey, um, somebody just pointed out that he has a miniature little Cyclops on his chest, like a little oh, baby cute. in a baby Bjorn. Um, peep that! Look at that! He's got a little Mike Wazowski in there. The great little tut. So, everybody's <laughs> grabbing on it, Elon? Uh, nah, hella Brock. Block. Brock? Brock Lesnar? Hella Brock. Hella Brock Block. God. What is wrong with you? I need you to take, I need to take you to my workplace, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's getting late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> inappropriate. Look, man, if they're going to do a fucking Cyclops, why not make his eye bigger? That's all I'm saying. That I do, this is like the best costume ever. Uh, oh, refresh, guys. Refresh, sorry, guys. <clears throat> it was Alon. He got mad that we were uh, ribbing him too hard about his uh, opinions on the eyeballs. So, uh, I believe that the last order of business is to give away a Chun Li costume. And no one's been that. sending selfies. Yeah, dude. I sent out PayPal, a bunch of peeps, and I haven't gotten a single DLC selfie. In return, very disappointed. So at the beginning of the show, Tencent thirty six did send me a message over Twitch saying thanks again for the skin amigos, but no picture. So Tencent, if you're still in the chat, where yet? I'm disappointed. Where's it? Where's it at? Where's the proof? The proof of life. <sighs> All you right. You know where it is? It's in the pudding. Cute. <laughs> also, I'm hungry for pudding now. So. <laughs> All right. How about this? The most creative person to send in a selfie that they've won with the Chun Li, so the raffle winners can get richer. The best Chun Li selfie by a raffle. Actually, 
The best Chun-Li costume selfie by anyone here will get another Chun-Li. We'll get a Chun-Li costume. <laughs> Even if they haven't won the raffle. Even if they haven't won the raffle. So if someone here happens to have a Chun-Li costume and wants to take a good selfie creative with it, then they will win another Chun-Li costume. Okay, we have a winner, by the way. And the winner is... Well, I don't know. I mean, I thought you guys were being pretty mean to me. I don't know. Elon, <laughs> we still uh, want to know. Deltron. Deltron has won Wait. the raffle. Deltron's won before. Has he won before? Has he? He's won like six God. times. <laughs> I mean, I could draw somebody else. If... Wait, time out. Deltron, <laughs> have you won before? Wait, wait. Was Deltron one of those people that entered and then, didn't, and then didn't want it? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> what stupid-ass raffle uh, plug-in are you using? Hey, man. Okay, so Blender roll robot. again, I guess. <laughs> He's won three times. <laughs> Reroll. <laughs> I mean, look. All right, fine. I'll draw another one. <laughs> How's this happening? Uh, all right. I actually thought we... Did we get this person all as well? Olin7. Yeah, Olin's yeah. one before, too. God damn it. I, I, is this just a stage of... Okay. Oh, no, they found out our bracket rigging. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Okay, Olin7. Have you won before? He says, yeah, he, I did it. He won the Cody costume before <laughs> when, uh, when, uh. Why is this happening? We got to wrap the show, guys. Come on, pick a damn winner. Do you want me to redraw somebody? No, I, I mean, if he won, he won. Because I have somebody else if you want. But it's if we'll, you won. Okay, yeah, Olin, we'll, tell us. We'll give Olin one, but we'll, we'll, we'll do two. We'll, we'll do, do two. two. We're All doing right. two. All right, Olin. Olin, Olin gets a Chun-Li costume, and another person gets a Chun-Li costume. Kamitsumi. You get a Chun-Li. Kamitsumi. Woo. Kamitsumi, you have won a Chun-Li costume. Send Steve your info. Whisper at him real sexy like. And um, whisper at him, I have your pudding. And he will hook you up with a costume. All right, guys. Uh, that brings us to the show. We do want to uh, remind you guys. If you're, if you're like, damn, the show's over. I want to watch more FGC podcasts. We've got Ultra David coming up later. Ultra Chen, sorry. That includes Ultra David and James Chen. You should watch them. I'm not sure what they're going to be talking about, but presumably SoCal Regionals. What do y'all think? Olin wants to redraw. We already did, so coming to me one. All right, coming to me. Hit us up. You did win. That was our show, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you for everybody who subbed. Thank you for everybody who followed. Thank you for people who keep entering these raffles, even though you've won three times in a row. Deltron, really, the problem <laughs> is you. Uh, thank you, everybody, who gave us some bits. And uh, this weekend, what events are going down, Steve? Uh, CPT, we've got two premieres. We've got EGX, which is the European Regional Final, and we've got uh, Tokyo Game Show, which is going to be massive. I think it's something like 500, 600 people entered there. Uh, Never Give Up is also a ranking event on the CPT. And uh, Tekken World Tour, the online events for North America East, North America West, Latin America North, uh, Latin America South, and Australia. All right, guys. That was the show. We'll see you next week. Tell Ultra Chen to say hi. Adios.